0: Fighting, fucking, crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the
1: way this it's is the, way the way that it's that the way live. that. I, oh, oh,
2: oh, oh, oh. Hi, I'm Reese and I'm Carly, and this is to Alan back. back. Woo! We did it. We did it. If you're <laughs> new here, this is an honest autostradle podcast in which we recap every single episode of The L Word, one at a time. It's spoiler-free, so if you're looking for spoilers, it, it, this is the open wrong place. your refrigerator, because you're not going to find it here. And if you leave it open long enough, your food will spoil All of it will I'm spoil, and then your milk will smell bad. Oh, that's terrible. I don't that like is, that.
0: Mm-hmm. Today's episode is episode 204. It's called Lynchpin. It aired, originally aired March 13th, 2005. It's called Lynchpin because uh, Jane Lynch is in it.
2: Oh, I thought it was a David Lynch reference.
0: Couldn't it be both? (laughs) Um, It was directed by Lisa Cholodenko, who I love, uh, director of high art, one of my favorite, (laughs) um, you know, coming of age gay things that I saw. And it was written by the none other than Eileen.
2: Also, Lisa directed the very controversial lesbian film, The Kids Are All Right.
0: Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. I had just completely blocked that out of my head. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Just think about it. Um, Simmer on
2: sex between Mark Ruffalo and Julianne mm -hmm. Moore today. Take a little time for that. Shall we jump right in? Yeah. Folks, we
0: have a very special guest with uh, us today. super special guest Oh my God, we're so excited. Yeah. Could not be more excited. Please welcome to the stage, Drew Gregory.
3: Hi. Who are you? Uh, (laughs) uh, My name is Drew. I'm a filmmaker and a writer. I write for Autostraddle. (gasps)
2: Oh. wow Uh, it's quite a get
3: this is quite a get this is
2: good because i feel like more than once i've been like my friend drew said this about the episode i
0: know we talk about you all the time on
2: the podcast (laughs) now i'm here here. (laughs) she's here Any, that's it you do more than just write for auto well
3: I'm a filmmaker <laughs> um I'm, I mean I have other things about me I'm a Capricorn <laughs> um, just beautiful hair uh, yeah it's very curly you.
0: do you want to tell us your L word origin story sure
3: um so I watched the L word after I came out which was only two and a half ish years ago <laughs> So, like, I obviously knew about the L word. I'd, like, seen, like, it was, like, one of those things that, like, I couldn't watch as, like, I'm trans, so like, as like a man, I was like, "Oh, it'd be creepy if I watched the L word." Like, but I like would like look at the, you know, as like classic blockbuster, like looking at the DVDs, just being like, "Oh my God, that's what I want to be watching." Oh my God, um, how
0: many uh, whomst among us has not spent hours staring at one shelf in a blockbuster video? It's real in their youth. Oh it's my real. God, it's so real. Yeah,
3: but then I like when I came out and was like, "Oh, I'm a lesbian. I can watch this now." Then I, then I did. This is for me now. And I watched it like the summer after I came out.
0: And you just marathon the whole thing. Yeah. DVDs,
3: streaming? Um, no, I was watching it on Netflix for the first time. Cool, cool, I'm cool, sorry. Cool, 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 cool. Wow.
2: Well, have you at all watched season one on the DVDs? Yes,
3: of course. Okay. After I met you and you told me to do that, I was like, Thank I, I own a thousand DVDs. <laughs> so it was like made sense for me to buy okay, the DVDs. Just, for the hour. Do you own every season on DVD? Yeah, I own the box set.
2: Even, oh, wow. Even, even sex.
0: the season we shall not
3: refer to.
2: <laughs> Drew, who is your favorite character? And just so you know that it is illegal to say Tina.
3: Okay. Tina is not my favorite character. <laughs> Legal. Obviously, Tina is not my favorite character. Um, my favorite character is Bet mm. and Alice. Those like those two characters, like that's those two that. characters are like by far for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know which of them I want to be and which of them I want to be with. Mm-hmm. It Maybe switches. it changes. It yeah. really changes, but it's like those two by far. Okay, cool.
0: This is great actually because I've been seeing some Instagram comments. From some listeners who are really sad about how mean we are to Bet, so this is—I feel like <laughs> I'm maybe here to defend maybe you, you can help defend her a little bit. Although yeah. I don't find much of what she does in this episode that offensive.
2: No, and also i she, she has, has new no no scenes work. with Gina, so it's actually great. <laughs> we gave her lots of props last week. We did. We for for, for personal growth. I she did. absolutely. She apologized to three or four separate individuals last episode. Yeah, and she only cut Kit off once
1: incredible
3: like the reason why i defend tina more than most is because bet is so awful to her so Mm. i think like the way i react to my love of bet is by like defending tina a little bit and that's like hopefully balances out but i do just i love that so much
0: (laughs) (laughs) um okay shall we jump right into this episode we shall
2: so we open in an office in new york city in the present day there are for some reason, weird sex noises being played <laughs> in the background. That happens in most offices. I when walk I walk into, first actually. saw this scene, I remember I thought this was that she was seeing a sex worker and they were doing role play, and that's why there were sex oh. noises. Mm-hmm. Like when I first saw it, I, I mean,
0: it definitely starts off like it could be, and that. they could
2: hear like the client and the in the room next to them, and that's what the, that was before I realized that that like the you know we were just gonna hear random noises.
0: And that was there's actually so many more random noises that happen in this episode too. <laughs> True. yeah and, and in the series but especially this
2: episode so this is our introduction to Helena who's our a new character in season two Helena
0: Peabody she's wearing a very
2: weird dress she very has a sexy weird. accent she's coming on to her therapist who is played by played by I didn't write down her name but the
0: Mimi Mimi Kuziak. the most important thing about her <laughs> is that she was in
3: Lost and
2: Delirious she was the teacher
0: Lost she Lost oh my
3: god and that's why we yes. Yes, that we were talking about <laughs> yes yes Oh I'm a big lost God. and delirious fan. Which is again
2: illegal. <laughs> yes. And I will I be making a citizen's law. arrest yeah. after this yeah. recording. Yes, this podcast
0: is the last thing Drew is going to be <laughs> doing before, it's an honor. you know, it's great. Before Reese puts her in lesbian jail. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, you will be getting bailed out by someone, not me. It'll be maybe me. maybe, I'll be, I'll maybe by out. Tina. Yeah. She um, was also in Unreal. Yeah, she was on Unreal. She's been in like a baz- when I saw her face, I was like, I've seen your face. This
0: episode has some ins- like some ridiculous names in terms of the guest stars, like just some like powerful, famous A list guest stars of-, of 2005.
2: Yeah, pretty. That's incredible. true. It's true. I mean, but she's-, she's been in a lot of stuff. The plot of this scene is that Helen is fucking her therapist, right?
3: <laughs> Sorry, I just need to take a deep breath. There. Yeah. <laughs>
2: And her therapist is like, no, we can't do this. It's unprofessional. And Helena's like, yes, we can. Why should we not act on her desire when it doesn't yeah. harmony one? Yeah.
3: And then like. She's yeah. <laughs> like the way when Helena stands up and like the way her like hair hits her therapist's face. <laughs> it's like a lot. It's really good. It's really good.
0: Um, her accent, you can't. She's unstoppable because of her accent. I think yeah. was my was my key takeaway from this scene. Her
2: Also, her dress is like barely trying to cover her boobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah barely her boobs are like let us out yeah (laughs) (laughs) the the
3: way she says excruciating oh my god is it's great
2: but i think what this scene speaks to in terms of lesbian culture is Mm -hmm. that lesbians frequently have crushes on their therapists absolutely and that this this is is a fantasy fulfillment scene probably for, for the community yeah
3: Well, it's also great that it's like, because it opens the episode, it so easily could be two people we never see again. Exactly. And then instead it's like an introduction to Helena. And so it's it's, a pretty
0: amazing character introduction when you think about who Helena is, you know, in this season. Yeah. Um, It's pretty remarkable. And then our... Opening
2: credits. And Helena is in the opening credits. Yes. And so is... Eric Lively.
0: (sighs) Who most notably is Blake's brother. We'll get back to him. Yeah.
3: I did not know that.
0: I double-checked it on IMDB before coming over. I did
2: not I couldn't I recently tried to find confirmation of this and couldn't but I feel like at the time there was a rumor that he was on the show because he was dating Laurel Holloman but now I have no idea where I heard that from it must be from like a message board that's since been wiped from the internet (laughs) and I guess that could have been a lie but anyway (laughs) then we cut to the planet so when we remember the planet (laughs) so when we talked to um Guinevere Turner she said that one of her ideas was that she wanted to do like a bottle episode or not. What's it called when it's like a theme, like the episode takes on like a certain conceit and usually a bottle episode where they all had a penis for a day. Like she thought that would be like a fun like concept episode to do. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love one of your turner. I don't love this idea.
0: No, it's not a good. idea. But
2: they be, they said no to this idea. Mm-hmm.
0: They made one good decision.
2: Um, so instead, she made a short film called Hung, which does do this. And then we got this conversation, which is Alice opening saying, if your fairy godmother gave you a penis for 24 hours, what would you do to it? What would you do? to it? <laughs> and nobody says, stick it in a pie.
0: <laughs> that movie was wrong.
2: Shane says she would pee standing up, which is ambitious. Um, there's the classic line. You wouldn't try to fuck a lot of girls. I don't need a dick to do that.
3: Wait, why do you say it in that tone of voice? So is that your really good Shane? Impression? <laughs> that's why like Shane impression. Okay. I don't need a dick to do that. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it's valid.
2: Yeah, it is valid. But also, it, this is
3: stupid. <laughs> this whole scene is so stupid. Yeah. I mean, I really love Shane's answer though because yeah. it like yeah. pulls genitalia out of like out of like gendered is, sex, right? Where yeah. she's like, no, that's like isn't actually going to change yeah, that that's much true yeah. yeah. It's like because Shane's by far like the most like progressive and with it of all yes, of them. Yes, definitely. This is like this hypothetical is like very much like. Trans culture of like <laughs> like my ex like reminded me when I came out that like like once a month I'd be like so like what would you do if you like switch bodies? She was like, that oh was a pretty God. big clue. Oh so my God, that's so funny. While that's I don't necessarily approve of this scene or or you know Alice asking it, I am like, I've asked that question.
0: <laughs> Valid. I didn't think of it like that. Yeah, that's great. Um, this scene, however,
1: is not
2: <laughs> and then Jenny. Kit brings them their drinks and like she owns the place. She shouldn't be bringing people drinks. That's what Francesca said to Marina, and we saw how far that got <laughs> oh, them. But God. but Jenny says that she thinks she would have a small penis. I Jenny. Oh, sorry. Ju- I
0: was already moving on. Jenny's, <laughs>
2: Jenny's journey. No, I think that Jenny's journey in this episode is the part of this episode that works the best of anything yeah. else in this episode. Like of her, it's so it's so resonant for me. Like of like you've just decided you're gay. Your first relationship has exploded spectacularly. You're single, and you're like, how do I everything? You know what I mean? Like you're not you're just sort of figuring out how you fit into like this queer community and like what you're going to do within it and who you're going to date. And if people think you are will know that you're queer and you're all your friends, you literally just met like you don't know them very well. It's like a very like she's in a very tentative, weird space. And I think that that starts here, you know, Mm. when she's like, I would have a small penis. Like she's just so insecure right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She looks beautiful. She does. She looks beautiful this whole episode. Yeah, yeah it's she a does. really good Jenny episode. Yeah. Oddly, her hair looks
3: incredible. Yeah. I know.
2: <laughs> and then Tina says that Jenny must be a lesbian because.
3: Yeah. That, honestly, this Tina. episode I was very anti-Tina, which is <laughs> yeah. like, I'm. You know, it's probably for the best. <laughs> oh, Tina.
2: Because of Jenny saying that guys with small penises work harder to please you, which I would like to say is categorically false. They do not <laughs> really because
3: I've been told that before. Like, but I've been told that yeah. by like friends who have been with cis men that that is huh. true. But maybe not.
2: Well, I mean, sometimes it's true, sometimes it's not true. I have literally I've, nothing
3: to contribute to. Any I, part I'm of this really just
2: thinking about like how some guys with small penises are are like big assholes great point. to overcompensate That's for great it. Yeah. 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 Oh, and then but Jenny also mentions that uh Shane sort of says something about Jenny liking Carmen.
0: Yes, this is brought up. Like Shane brings it up, mm-hmm. like a little like, a I dig. saw you guys. It's like a totally a little dig. Yeah. And then there's just like that like awkwardness in the air. Yeah. And Jenny's kind of like, uh, why yeah. are you looking at me? And then there's this, like, incredible exposition about how Alice <laughs> gave Kit a gift certificate for a massage. But she can't use it yet because she's going to use it with Bet, And Bette is in New York, and no one knew that. Wow, great writing.
2: Yeah, and now here we are. Guess where we go next? The Big Apple. Mm-hmm. New York, the, <laughs> the, as they call it, the Big the Apple. The city that never <laughs> shuts <laughs> up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Bette had a meeting, we're assuming, with Helena Peabody. Um, it's been canceled, right? No, or she's saying off? that
0: she's going to meet her tomorrow morning. Or maybe it was pushed to tomorrow morning. It's pushed
2: to tomorrow morning. So she's like, in the meantime, can I get a private like, tour of the Frick? She's like, like just yelling casually. at James
0: on the phone. Like it, She like leaves the coast for a different coast, a different time zone, and is still able to just like berate
3: James no matter where she is. She also says to James, can you make sure that Helena reads the proposal? Which is a really great line reading. And just- it is
2: a really great line reading and also something James has no
3: control over. <laughs> yeah. No control.
2: Yeah, this is totally, he's like, okay, I'm sure. gonna tell her that you have a dentist appointment. You know? It's like
0: when my mom would tell my dad to order pizza and be like, and make sure they don't burn it this time. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was just was- one pizza place <laughs> that sometimes burnt the crust. And my mom, anytime we'd order from it, my mom would be like, and when you call them, make sure they don't burn it. I'm like, how? Hey. <laughs> you want him to get on the phone and be like,
2: I would like to order some pizza and I'm- don't burn it? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: God,
2: he has no control. He there. Anyway. Uh, Jennifer Beals is staying at the
3: W. Also, the last time that Bet was in New York was when she left early because Tina was being insane, <gasps> right? Is that yes, true? Right? Yeah. That's correct. Yeah, which is yeah. like, i just thinking about how that. How
0: does Bet not have PTSD being in New York? Bette has a
3: terrible New York experience.
2: I He's feel really like mad. I mean who has doesn't I mean anyone who's lived in New York for periods has a horrible has, life, has a horrible has as, you know, as Carrie Bradshaw so <laughs> so eloquently talked about in Sex and the City New York City is just like grenades everywhere yeah mm-hmm. anyway oh Sex and the City so we go to Jane and Shenny's house
0: <laughs> <laughs> did you say Jane and Shenny <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just wrote, I, every scene
0: here I wrote Casa Shenny in my notes I know I, it is I the most know. Shenny
3: episode I mean it's uh, not quite but yeah. like so far yeah yeah
0: this yeah. is our biggest Shenny moment to date
2: yeah so they're interviewing new roommates for the tool shed shane is wearing a gush tea yep
0: gush tea second appearance in the series
2: yep and their first interviewee is named fief and she wants to be a tv star and she talks a lot about that yeah that's the whole interview and temping and temping (laughs) and temping
0: The, the interview goes on for like a million years and they both seem very uncomfortable and then she finally leaves and they decide to come up with, like, a system, like, a little, like, I'm going to do this signal. Yeah. And, like, um if I feel like this is, like, not a good person to be the roommate or whatever.
2: So Jenny's going to pull her ear and Shane's going to pretend like she just did a line of coke, basically. <laughs> That's and her no, like, you're going to just do that anyway. <laughs> yeah. I'm, re- I'm like, these are bad signals. I know. That's terrible. Yeah. They need to be more unique. Then we cut to Bette's house where Tina has taken Joyce Wishnia, again, In an illegal shirt tie <laughs> combo. Yeah. <laughs> to... To inventory the house yeah. for the
0: upcoming divorce.
2: Yeah. To look at, like, she has her little digital camera and she's taking pictures of everything. And she's like, tell me
0: about all this art and how much it's worth and blah, blah, blah. They go to the pool. Wait, right before they cut to the pool, there's this weird... Tina, Tina, yeah. Tina, 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 whose voice Tina, is Tina, that? Sounds like Beth's voice. I it was. Tina, yeah. Tina, Tina, it was. clearly an Easy Girl remix Tina, of Tina, Beth's Tina, voice, Tina, which was...
2: Tina, Tina. Tina.
0: It was as if the painting was saying Tina Tina. to her. So weird. The way it was shot was very... very Inexcusable. Absolutely inexcusable. And then it echoes, and then we cut to the backyard. Okay, I need to talk about palm trees for (laughs) a second.
2: They're not native. They're not. So they had the palm trees flown in.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Now... Um, There is a 2015 episode of the podcast 99% Invisible, which is a great podcast. Uh And it's about palm tree theft. This is a fascinating topic. I did not know it was a fascinating topic until I listened to this episode of the podcast. But basically, there were people that are like, there were these like crews in different states where there were palm trees that are indigenous to to that area. That were like, they were just like going like in the middle of the night under the veil of darkness would just like these groups of like 20 guys would just like extract palm trees and then sell them to people for like twenty thousand dollars like full-grown palm trees go for like tens of thousands of dollars so anyway they have many of them in their backyard i'm just like, wow. rich people damn palm tree theft a fascinating topic had no idea it was a thing
2: i didn't either and now we do yeah just thank you that's what
0: i'm here to do thank you, you, know. you for that that's actually really interesting But the minute she said we had them flown in, I screamed at the TV (laughs) because I was like, oh my God, that's so crazy. Like you're taking trees from other places and bringing them here. Don't do
2: that. And also, they're so expensive they're gonna have to saw all those trees in half and give half to tina and half to bet you think they're gonna cut them horizontally or vertically <laughs> vertically yeah so that I mean, they that each have sense. half and then you, you if you put it like right up against your house people just think the other half is in your house we you have to have a really tall house so tina's gonna have to get a really tall house good luck yeah <laughs> that goes with the palm trees and then it could just be lined with palm trees like how people have ivy or like roses but just like half trees yeah just half trees. One side. Okay. Okay. yeah and then it'll probably be like become a thing on atlas obscura people will be like the lesbian with the half tree the, the house. half tree house yeah yeah wow
0: Sorry, I had to really, really get the palm tree thing off my chest.
2: Then we go back to Shenny's. Yes. Where another person who's been on Battlestar
0: is... <laughs> More
2: Canadian. Ex- background. Is auditioning to be their roommate. His name is Ewan. Yes. He, he does accounting.
0: They bond over Prince. They talk about
3: Wendy and Lisa. Also, Shane says, like, she's like, oh, I love Prince, especially the stuff that he did with the revolution, which is like a very weird it, thing, yeah, weird to, thing say.
0: to say. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a person who actually has never listened to Prince. Yeah, yeah.
3: exactly. <laughs> Shane definitely has never heard a Prince song.
2: Yeah, and but also when they're like, yeah, Wendy and Lisa, Wendy and Lisa. This past time watching it, like yesterday, is the first time I watched it with the knowledge that Wendy and Lisa are lesbians. Oh, yeah. Which I didn't obviously didn't know the first time I saw this because I didn't even know I was a lesbian. <laughs> I think I actually, did. were they
0: out? Yeah, no, they, I think they were. They were, were low-key. I mean, I feel... Maybe, wait, when did Heroes come out? Because they did all the music for Heroes, and at
2: that, that point I definitely knew they were lesbians. That was no, yeah, 2006. Okay, so it was like right, yeah, around the same time. But apparently, um, Jenny knows about Wendy and Lisa, so Jenny knows about a lot of things. So she probably is a lesbian. So anyway, they seem to really like Ewan until he uh, takes off clothes off, and he's like, "I'm a nudist. It's super chill."
3: Which I realized I just did because I'm wearing a jacket. That <laughs> was <laughs> it was not time for that. <laughs> that was uh, the best possible time. Drew is like...
2: dressed for a music video that she's going to be mm-hmm. in later, so I'm and so she a just a took a it <laughs> and a
3: blazer is she and. Uh, yeah, and, and I totally like like took it off because I was like, it's hot, and Carly and Reese aren't going to care. But then it was like very on cue. So
0: it was literally as we were talking yeah. about this man.
3: But it was a new
2: this part was super funny. <laughs> it's though. amazing when I'm he got up cool. and they both put their hands out. They're yeah. like, no, you really no, it's so cute. It's really
0: a cute shenny moment. Yeah, and then like a really uptight lady comes in and she is. Barely that, worth acknowledging.
2: She's Well, besides the dishes she says are her specialties are string bean tuna fish casserole Ugh. and sloppy joe lasagna. <laughs> God. This is like 1950s. Yeah. Like, where'd they, where they find this lady? Yeah. Then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: toe. Toe. <laughs> Stands for the theory of everything. I don't like the word toe. I don't mm-hmm. like it. As an acronym. Mm-mm. I don't even like my toes. Neither do I. I wish I could just my have feet with toast. no toes. No, not your toes. I don't care about your toes. <laughs> <laughs> so Charles S. Dutton, who is a acting Actor. legend, yep is now uh having a bit of a role in the show as the Benjamin guy. Bradshaw. Benjamin.
2: No relation to Carrie. That, we oh, know that would of. be yeah. great. I know. That would be great if he was married to Carrie Bradshaw. There's like a shot of him at it's the end surprise. of the scene and he's like typing on a laptop. Bye, and Mr. Big. Hello, and there's Mr. Like Bradshaw.
0: <laughs> voiceover and he's like, I had to wonder <laughs> what was the theory of everything. Yeah. And then
2: that's how the episode could end and be like, oh, my God, same universe. Um, Kit's doing a seminar to learn how to turn a profit at the planet. Oh.
3: I don't like the storyline, but I do think that Kit's really cute when she's taking notes. <laughs> like she's just so like eager. I know. That
0: was cute. So she goes to this thing, but before we can see any more of it, we cut to Tina in Jane Lynch's guest house.
2: Jane Lynch walks in, starts eating sushi, and she smacks her lips oh. between every single bite of sushi. And I wanted to like claw my eyes out of my head. She also keeps offering it to Tina and she's yeah. like, I'm pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> she basically just strolls into, Tina's working on a grant application.
0: A or- grant proposal application. Remember that, Uh huh. that'll be important someday.
2: For, of course, the very specifically named Campaign for Quality Education. Could
0: mean virtually anything.
2: Yeah. It's a, not to be confused with my charity, which is the Campaign for uh, Poor Quality Education.
0: Mine is actually the Campaign for Mediocre Education.
2: Yeah. It's just it's a program where we just get young, cis, white boys into <laughs> just like a little bit of a lower level of, of stuff so that women um, can, can you know.
3: It's admirable work. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: We're doing what we can.
2: We're doing what we can. So Joyce Wichnia tells She calls her darling Uh, She calls her sweet cheeks Tells her Tells Tina that She is an exceptional woman Who deserves to be Fully appreciated She deserves better than Bet Which is false (laughs) So false It really is But I mean Tina's fine Yeah I mean a little racist Um, It's true Yeah No she's Yeah Yeah. And she's like Thank you Joyce And like not picking
0: up On what is happening at all No Back to toe
2: Back to toe My ferret friend Picture this
0: (laughs) Oh God, I hate these
1: scenes so much.
2: This is like, everyone has to say what animal they resemble. And then he like talks about it. It's like a Tony Robbins thing. This just screams like cult leader, yeah. weird, like trying to make a bunch of money, yeah, making people dependent on him. You know, like it's Tony Robbins. Yeah, Everyone is saying what kind of animal they are. And the point of the exercise is that you are, the animal you say you are, you think you're talking shit about yourself, but you're really not because parrots are smart. And Gavin is an ostrich, like Paige. from. Oh my Are god! You- I that <laughs> yeah, um, and Kit says that she is an alley cat. Great, I hate this. You know what else I hate? <laughs>
0: the next scene, because Jenny is fucking writing and yeah. writing about the carnival
2: uh-huh. and a place called Kittyland. Yeah, and I want to die. And it's just these girls playing a shooting game. Young Jenny and young Jenny's friend are like
3: playing a shooting game at the carnival. She gets shot. It's very like paparazzi, Lady Gaga, but (laughs) bad. Yeah, I mean, like... I will say that like the sequences are bad, but they're not as bad as Jenny's actual writing. So like I don't Very I don't fair. hate it. Yeah. I do want Like you like, prefer
2: her short films to yes, her narrative work. I think work. so. I, okay.
3: think so. <laughs> I think so. Like what does that look like on the page though? Like right. is, is it like there's two girls and one shoots her older self? Like is it like written in that sort of like surreal way? Like oh my God, or yeah. is it or is it like Jenny's like bleeding on the page? So it's like a representation <laughs> of her writing, but it's not oh what's God. on the page. I really I would love to know what the writing is, <laughs> which is weird because I usually don't want to know what Jenny's writing
2: is. Yeah, fair. That's all I want to do with my life is write, is do a series of chat books that are all written, like Jenny Schechter's, like everything she's ever talked about writing, like where I actually write all of it. Oh my God. And then sell it. It'll be the zine. It'll cost like $3, and I'll probably at least sell 15 of them.
3: I would pay $3 for that. Yeah. That's what, $45? Well, also plus shipping. Okay. I'd pay $6 for that. Okay.
0: I would buy it.
2: All right, great. Two customers already. Everyone let us know um, in the comments (laughs) or um, on the email or wherever you do if you would like to buy a chat book. Also, shout out to the person on Instagram who I have already DM'd about this idea. I can't look at her name because I don't have Instagram on my phone but thank you for your your inspirations.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Then Shane comes in and luckily the flashback ends.
2: Yeah, and They're so cute with each other. They are. They just like,
3: it's, they want to fuck each other so bad. I mean, Jenny wants to fuck Shane so badly, and it's so fun to watch. It's so fun.
2: (laughs) But, and I feel like Shane already feels very protective of Jenny. And like, I don't know, I feel like they click. Like they're, they're having like a very early friend romance, you know? And Jenny's like, I'm broke. Shane's like, I'm too. We have to find another person. And then Jenny asks if it's okay that, what happened with Carmen? And Shane is like, yeah, it's totally fine. Like, I'll invite her over for you. So you can... Yeah. Jenny says, like, Carmen hasn't called her anything. And Shane's like... You haven't you, called her either. You could call her. And Jenny's like, oh, no, I can't do that. Which, again, I don't know. It felt really authentic to me. Am yeah.
3: I insane or is this insane? Because, like... Okay, so Jenny says, mm-hmm. like, you know, Carmen hasn't called me. And Shane's like, why don't you call her? Great yeah. advice. Shane, great advice <laughs> always. And yes. then and then Jenny's like, oh, I couldn't do that. And Shane's like, oh, I'll, I'll invite her over. Yeah. So we're saying that. Yeah shane invites someone who she
1: mm-hmm.
3: slept with right well, i don't know if i'd call it that but like who she fucked and mm. and who's clearly still into her very much so. invites her over yeah. uh-huh. and at some point they're just going to like i mean like the old switcheroo th- yeah like i just i'm so confused why like this is like oh you do that for me and not like i don't know how that would work i mean we'll get to if, it this but,
2: doesn't seem weird to me for really? some reason
3: yeah, no, it's it's a little like, doesn't Carmen get a say in yeah. all
0: this? They're like both kind of like speaking on her behalf, which made me a little
3: Yeah, weird. that's that was true. The, kind I of, like, just the feel like I'd be Carmen me. in this situation and would just like show up because I'm into and someone like, um, and then be like, what? oh, wait, this is a setup with this person's roomie? <laughs> okay, yeah. like, I guess she's cute. That's just like, I wish I'd known that going in.
2: That yeah. that setup is weird. I don't think yeah. the fact that like Shane is not interested in a relationship and is willing to be like, yeah, no, Carmen, you can hook up with Jenny. Like, I think that's totally fine. But the setup itself... Is bizarre. That's bizarre, and it's Loki trickery. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Anyways. All right. So <hands> let's like, do a theme song for Toe. Every time it comes up, they will go like this: <laughs> Toe to
0: toe, toe toe toe.
2: Talking, laughing,
0: toe
2: toe 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 Showing. He signs her book. She reads his signature out loud at the table. He tells her to raise the price of the pear polenta tart. Which, their most
0: famous dessert. Their most
2: famous dessert by $5. That's wild. <laughs> which it reflects a fundamental misunderstanding of the lesbian market. You cannot raise a tart price on a group of lesbians by $5 and expect there to be anything less than anarchy. And then he tells her that they, they'll sell out because they're worth it. First of all, no tart is worth like $10 unless it's being brought to me by Postmates. Second of all, um, like... That's they didn't
0: not, even have Postmates in 2005.
2: She's going to have to sell 50 of those tarts to equal $250. He wants her to upcharge lesbians for their tarts so that she can go to another one of his fucking ridiculous animal wildlife se- seminars. Marketing scheme. And then also in the background of this whole thing, it's like, ba, 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 ba. I yeah, was that supposed to be like their take on like hotel, ballroom? I think that song plays almost that? constantly for the rest of this series.
3: Oh god. It's like a little scary. But it, <laughs> but there's
2: a part of the Emmer like this is the way that we live. And I'm like, this is a scene between two ostensibly straight. Well, I don't think Kit's straight, but
3: I no. think Kit's like entire arc is a really good lesson that like if you're like committed to living a straight lifestyle, like you should just date trans men. Like that is <laughs> that is what her entire arc points to. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, look at this. Look what she's about to get into. She's about to get into a
0: pyramid scheme. Run girl.
2: Let's do idea. it. Let's highly. Quit. Let's quit this. this podcast. Start a new podcast where we expose toe. Oh my God. Of true crime podcast about
0: how Kit and we interview Kit and yeah, we are like, girl. What happened? And she's like, let me tell you, I went in and I was like, I'm a cat. And then before I knew it, I was charging twelve dollars for a chart. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh my god! And then she'd be crying. and yeah. we'd be consoling her. and yeah. then we would like, you know, recreate some of the drop. We would like, then we'd have to go yeah. on a road trip. We would, and we and we get Paige to come
2: in and talk about being an ostrich, which yeah. was first called an ostrich and what that meant to her and how it was weird for and her. Then probably we would watching cancel the rest of the podcast and yeah. just hang out with Paige all the time. Paige, call us. You you hang out. With Paige. I would do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. you're you're involved. Thank you. And Thank then you. we go to set. How blessed I am to be here with two filmmakers today. Oh, hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> On a set where there's lots of drama. Can I say one thing first
0: before we get into the, the set of it all? Oh, yeah, yeah. Did anyone else used to watch the show The Practice?
2: Um, oh, no. I, I, I feel saw like there's my, so many people my from mom, the practice on that. My mom, my mom watched it. But Cameron Mayhem Mayhem. What was, Cameron Mayhem. Cameron Mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> oh. my god, that's I'll, my roller derby name. Yeah. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> Cameron Mayhem. Uh, she was on the practice. She was on the practice. I love Cameron Mayhem. Yeah. Big fan. She has a lesbian wig on for this but plays a straight character. Sorry, which again, they, they, they keep doing this. How they had Sandra Bernhard play a straight character and yeah. now they're having her.
0: Yeah, I remember when the season aired assuming that all these guest stars... Based- she wears three-piece suits yeah, and like, a I lesbian wig. Sandra Bernhardt's character was going to be queer. Yeah. I assumed Cameron Manheim's character was going to be queer. I was like, whoa, Shane's about to get into some crazy
2: shit. <sighs> so there's, there's this girl with a clipboard and she's got to deliver a lot of bad news. The actress stormed off set. Um, someone fired... Jamie quit.
0: So we, we eventually will come back to Cameron Mayhem and the set. Cameron Mayhem. Cameron Mayhem. <laughs> but Bloom. in this scene, I was like, is she the director? Mm. But she's not the director, we find out later. And she's talking about a producer. And there's a first AD and a second AD talking to her. Who is directing this film? Where is a director in no all idea. of this?
3: I mean, that the only, was they bad. have that one very actress. Hands-on producer.
0: <laughs> they, she's a very hands-on <laughs> studio head. Like, what studio head is on set all the time screaming at everyone and has a trailer?
2: Veronica Bloom.
3: Like... Louis B. Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> Not since the first days of cinema, cinema, the glitz and glamour of
0: the early days of the big screen. Oh, my God. So there's this actress that is mad and she doesn't want to act. Yeah. And so Shane walks over and is like, hey, that's hey. my Shane impression.
2: Hey, like, you look perfect. You're beautiful. Yeah. Are you
0: gonna let some crazy bitch like talk to you like that?
2: And Veronica's listening on her headphones so she can hear shane calling her as crazy bitch, and like I, she kind of likes it you yeah. can tell she gets a little turned on yeah
3: you can't tell i'm like is she gonna fuck shane or kill her maybe both also like shane's doing a really good job she at, is yeah, oh, yeah you know. yeah like so i've been a producer's assistant and i do feel like most of that job is just like going around talking to people and validating their mm-hmm. dramas that are stupid <laughs> and being like you're right i mean i would never call my boss i mean not that she's shane's boss but you know what i mean like yeah. i would never call someone like, a, crazy a crazy bitch, bitch like because yeah. that's gonna get you in trouble yeah but it is basically being like yeah that person's totally wrong like like it's, you're so you're right. so right but yeah. like it's gonna be like it's gonna be okay like like i think like we all know like why we're here and why yeah. you're here and you're amazing so you're, like you're like let an go artist go of, yeah. like yeah. let your vision mm-hmm. like you
0: know you're channeling this character and you need to like bring her life on the screen because like otherwise we'll never get to see that exactly. and only you can be
3: like i am great and you're like okay i'm <laughs> and so tired like,
0: so much of being a filmmaker is Making people's egos okay and making them feel.
3: That's why caretaking okay. queer women are very good filmmakers. It's true. true. I don't consider myself
0: very caretaking, okay. but I do consider myself a filmmaker. I'm just kidding. I just don't like dealing with feelings. Um, <laughs> anyway, I feel really bad for the 80s and this yeah. scene. They just seem like they want to die. Yeah. Okay, New York new york bet looks so amazing i know bet looks here.
2: incredible her outfit is beautiful she looks like she, she looks was like born to boss. walk down this fucking street i in literally wrote bet bet looking boss on the street that looks amazing
3: <laughs> also like it's a long time we get a really long shot of her walking and i don't it's, hate it at all i would watch a whole so spin-off that's <laughs> just bet walking down the streets of new york
0: oh my god i was like bet should move to new york she should have a spin-off where she's in new yeah. york i feel like she looks better new york looks good on her so yeah much. she's good at walking with purpose but yeah it's like a real time moment of her walking down most of a New York City block, yeah. going up the stairs of a brownstone, ringing the bell, speaking to someone. We don't need any of this, but we get it and we love
2: it. Yes. Because she looks incredible. so good. She goes into Helena Peabody's office, and Helena Helena does every power
0: move. <laughs> All of them.
2: List she them. doesn't
0: stand up to greet her. Okay. She forgets what organization BET works for.
2: Oh, my God. She hasn't read the report.
0: She's never going to.
2: (laughs) (laughs) She allows the meeting to be interrupted by her children. And she explains to bet what poverty is at one point.
3: (laughs) And she calls arts related proposals the arts projects. Yeah. Which which is. Sounds like something my mom would say to me about <laughs> yes. something I'm working on. I'm like, oh, how's your little art arts project? Project. <laughs> a project? Like, little yeah. arts and
2: crafts. Like, that's not what I do, but... Okay. And Bette is trying to contain herself, but is obviously furious. Because, mm-hmm. like, you can't really... You can't compare, like, the worth of the arts to, like, the worth of, like, feeding people who are hungry. Like, these are... They're just different. You yeah. can't compare them because they're, they're valuable in different ways. Yeah, You know what I mean? Because, of course, if you, like, just look at what they do, you'd be like, yeah, of course, let's get rid of the arts. You know, like, that seems... Like the most basic thing to do,
3: but I just want to say that Helena and Bet arguing about what's more important, social justice or art, is art is porn. social justice. It is so amazing. I could watch it forever. They're both so hot in the scene. They are. just like it's it's like they're amazing sh- to watch like Bet get conversationally topped. It's just I love it so much. They're both really hot. They're both
0: wearing blazers.
3: Oh. Yeah, like
0: they're in charge, but they're both trying to kill each other it's
2: great and bet tells her that civilizations wither and die without the arts but what's very interesting to me about this scene is that helena is not attracted to bet at all
0: she seems like she could not care less about yeah Yeah. I think that's true and so far we've seen her as very dramatic
2: yeah (laughs) and then she her kids come in and she just ignores bet and bet is like seething Mm -hmm. and then she's like um she's like trying to
0: like make conversations like you know my partner and i are trying to have a kid yeah And then she's just like, I highly recommend Oh, that's so great. Let's go buy a giraffe. Yeah. It's just like. I know. it
3: is dropping uh, a lesbian card, right? Right. That's that's what she Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure.
0: And like, Helena just does not care about (laughs) that. Oh, it's like, Bet's like, I can't believe I'm in a room with someone who doesn't care about me. This is shocking. Yeah. I hate it. Right. I have to get out of here and be adored. Yeah. Which
2: is what she does. Yeah. By the, the streets adored her the whole way up, and Ugh. then she gets up there and is disrespected so, by. I'm humans. gonna go
0: back outside and walk down this block again. Yeah, and well, and see people, what happens.
2: people are jaws are gonna drop right off their faces. Yeah. you know, she's gonna be like, "Yep, that look That's right. I look great today." Yeah. Back to the set.
0: This shot opens. We pan up across a dog that is. Being fanned by a PA, and I just want an entire spinoff about we've, what that
2: all we've is. had so many business ideas this <laughs> this podcast so far, and it's we're like barely a PA even cradling halfway cradling through. Cradling a
0: dog who looks like slightly larger than Carol, but yeah. not by a lot.
2: And I'm like, who is
0: this dog? Is yeah. this dog a famous influencer? How, How many lame. followers does this dog have on Instagram? Probably. Right. Well, I mean, this was made in 2005, so probably the dog is dead.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. I gotta lie down.
2: Um, she goes to her trailer, right?
0: Yes, um, an assistant is bringing Shane and a gift basket to Cameron Manhattan's trailer.
2: Yeah, so Veronica Bloom is forgets at first why Shane is there, and then she starts sort of berating Shane for talking about her as a crazy bitch or whatever. Yeah. And Shane's just like, I feel Shane like Shane handles care. this so cool. Yeah, yeah. Shane is She's like, yeah, so sorry. cool
0: in this scene. It's like, oh my God, I didn't even know a person could be that like nonchalant about someone screaming at them. Yeah, I know.
2: She does not
3: care. She She doesn't doesn't care. care.
0: And then
2: Veronica Bloom says the classic line. Are you the poster child for the undernourished and gender confused? And Shane is just like, yeah, sure.
3: My question to both of you is (laughs) should I get that on a T-shirt or should I get that as a tattoo?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well,
0: I guess it depends on how. Post- How far away do you want someone to be from you where they know that?
2: It's I think on what your body we should do is make the poster. Mm, okay. Oh, like literally the poster. The poster. So you'd be on the poster. the poster, and it would say like.
3: The undernourished and gender
0: confused. Uh,
2: yeah. Maybe it's a foundation we started cr- to
0: help the malnourished and gender confused. And, yeah. the, and and we can go
3: talk to Helen and Peter yeah. body about it and we bring the poster. And I would be on the poster. You're on the poster, but you're also I look holding sad? the poster. Or no. would I look like I triumph? Defiant. Like I triumph. Yeah. Like I got nourished. I got gender less confused.
0: <laughs> yeah. Amazing. So much less confusion. <laughs> mm-hmm. So much food. Nourishment. Amazing.
2: Anyway, what Veronica sees in Shane is something that I often see in people too because I'm also not very good with people. But then I'll find someone else who is and I'm like, you need to work for me to be the buffer between me and other humans because you know how to talk and I don't. And she's right. Shane is really good with people. Yeah. And she wants Shane to be your assistant. And Shane's like, eh. And she's like, you know, who would... How many people would pierce their left nipple or something to be my assistant so,
0: do you know how many people in this town would pierce their left nipple to get this job and then i just wrote Ugh,
2: do you know how many people in this town would pierce their left left nipple full stop full stop
0: like <laughs> a 50%? lot I yeah don't know. um so, so yeah shane is then offered basically a job as cameron manheim's assistant yeah i feel like if shane was more motivated i think shane would be a really good producer yeah i mean like she's good at talking to people Totally. But she's not, I mean, I guess she's not great at like following through on making sure things happen.
3: But part of the reason Shane is good at these things is because she doesn't care. But she doesn't have like any responsibility. Like if she really wanted to have her own salon, if she like really wanted to be she the producer. would like do producer, all these things. Like, then yeah. she, but, she know, but I don't know if she would, then no. she wouldn't be good. She, like what their people are seeing is like, you don't care and that kills me because I have power. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, you're right. Shane gets a job offer. I love the idea that Shane went in here expecting to get screamed at and did not care about anything that was happening yeah. and then was offered a job
2: but also the way that veronica does this whole thing is completely bananas and oh, abusive shit. and it's like from the jump it's like don't oh, yeah. work for this Stupid person this is terrible red flags going yeah. off all over the place yeah it's awful
0: she's, she's a awful. monster but also kind of a delight <laughs>
2: yeah like, like tanya her and tanya should get married oh they could just God, scream at each other forever hire tanya She'd be like i can't believe i'm going not. down on veronica bloom Oof. yikes <laughs> <laughs> But also, I will say that I think that uh, Cameron Mayhem looks great with a lesbian haircut. She does, and in a suit. Love her sure. in a suit. I approve it. I approve well, it. I love
0: anybody in a suit. Yeah. Put on a suit. I'm put on a be suit. Yeah, absolutely. There for.
2: Yeah, them. Eric Lively's sister. Put on a suit, please. Always a seventeen thousand piece suit. Then we go to New York City, where Beth is basically just checking. Such a random
0: cutaway. We don't yeah. need. Yes. She's like, "Hey, can I talk to Helena?" And they're like, "Go away." And she's like, "Okay," and hangs up. Yeah. It's and it's shot tight enough that we can't and she's walking down the street we don't even get a, a full outfit of is like, she wearing a pencil skirt it, how is she wearing it what time of day is it Do what name earrings she in?
2: match hers? tight we
0: don't get any of that because no. it's just like a tight shot mm-hmm. and it's like we get it like but we really yeah. are here for that outfit
2: yeah then we go back to shenny's uh there is a boring girl there her name is sally her name is sally And she is cool. It seems interested in living there. Then Mm -hmm. Shane shows up and she realizes "Uh that hair. This is a lesbian house.
0: She's like, are you two? And they're like together. (laughs) No, we're just Just friends. friends. And everyone watching at home is like,
2: mm-hmm. and then she says, I have pamphlets here from Exodus ministry, which is actually like a very famous ex gay, oh, yes. like a gay co- conversion camp. Oh over. yeah. Their
0: headquarters was in central Florida when I was mm-hmm. a student at the university of central Florida. And my gay friends and I once went and protested outside with our little signs yeah, uh, outside of their headquarters.
2: Some states have passed laws to make their operations illegal, but not all of them. And they're like, bye, Sally.
0: And then Shane literally shows her the door. She's like,
2: it's right there.
0: Here, I'll show you. Yeah. They shut the door. And then there's another knock at the door. And Jenny's like, oh, I'm going to tell her off this time. But it's
2: fucking Mark. (laughs) Oh. Okay, so here's... So Mark walks in with his video camera on immediately. Mm -hmm. uh, Which I found jarring at the time. But this time I was like, what? But I think... You forget that back then you could not put videos online at no. all. You couldn't no. record with your, like, so the idea of someone taking a video of you, like now if someone's taking a video of you, your mental association with that this is like, this will be online, available this could people. be anywhere, anyone yeah. could see this. Whereas then it was just like, oh, this is like someone's recording something on their video for themselves. For like whatever purpose. It wasn't the same. That's a really good point. It wasn't yeah. the same, yeah. like, I think if someone walked in with a camera now, they would be like, off. Oh, yeah, yeah, get Stop. out of here. I remember when
0: I was in college, so... Well, a few years before this aired, I was the person that brought a video camera I was to all that my college too. parties. And eventually um, people threatened to stop inviting me to them. So I stopped bringing it. But like I just have those tapes. I have. I've, I've never put them on the Internet.
2: I did that in middle school and <laughs> in high
0: school. I was the girl with the video camera. Like, I had a like a VHS camcorder in high school. Oh, wow. I had until my millimeter. parents bought me a little one. from. They bought it as my... High school graduation gift, but I made them buy it for me like almost a year early. Yeah, because I was tired of carrying a gigantic VHS camcorder around with me
2: because I was going to be a filmmaker. you guys. Yeah, I was like, going like to be a filmmaker too. So to your eye, I had to film everything for some reason. So now I have boxes and boxes of tape that are like I have all these fucking tapes now of nothing. Of nothing.
3: There's got to be like some gold in both of your. Collection. I mean, there, I mean, is. there I is. I did find one. I did my
2: fun- find one recently where me and my lesbian roommate do coding for the first time. But I think that. <laughs> But I used to be this person, yeah. Yeah, I did this. So
0: I remember watching it at the time and thinking, this is
2: annoying. Yeah. But watching it now, it's absolutely a different feeling. It's violating and like completely fucked up and yeah. inappropriate. And I would be like, get out of my house right now. Like, turn around and leave immediately. Yeah. Please forget you ever knew this house existed. Yeah. He would have been like, um, I'm actually here for Lacey. She wants to uh, put together a compilation tape of Shane's worst moments. <laughs> um, so then he sort of like, hands the camera to them. And it's like, I know this thing is intrusive, but blah, 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 blah. I mean, but he seems kind of like a film school guy, doesn't he? Oh, he's such a very much. So
3: I say that as a negative.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I just want to mention again, this is Blake Lively's brother. Yeah. Is the actor
2: Jenny rolls her eyes at him a million times. The way that Shane and Jenny handle this is really funny. Also, because then like, Shane turns the camera around on him is and, like, and she, she's kind of into it. She's kind yeah. of like, yeah, sure. I'll show you, like, motherfucker. The and then yeah. he gets into
0: it. She's like on the couch with the camera. Yeah.
2: Then he starts to talk about how he wants to make documentaries like Grey Gardens. And that is why I watched Grey Gardens for the first time. Oh, my
3: God. Really? Yeah. Oh God. I know. Sad, right? Also, OK, Wait. when he says he wants to make documentaries, Jenny says, there's not a lot of call for that, <laughs> is there? Which is like, oh, like Miss Carnival Fiction, like <laughs> doubts the sustainability of documentary filmmaking. It's so weird.
2: <laughs> miss carnival
3: fiction <laughs> here comes
0: little miss carnival fiction right. yeah
2: she's like actually i have a few treatments written up for some photos uh if you wanted to come to my she's like i'm gonna be a office. filmmaker soon just you wait yeah but he is a staunch character so he
0: wow nice um so i also want to say that um shane's revolutionary costume of the day is yet another look i tried to replicate yeah in college
2: um so is Jen- the green shirt with the Blazer, blazer, yeah. yeah. Belt. Mm-hmm. Just doing
0: that belt thing for a while. I never just bleached, like, one part of the back of my hair. <laughs> though I did have block coloring in my bangs for a while. And I did flat iron them. <laughs> in case anyone was wondering if I fell into a scene trap. <laughs> I did did. Uh, look, it was Central Florida. We didn't have a lot going on. Yeah. We just had to... That makes sense. We just did each other's hair. Yeah.
3: Uh, uh, Jenny seems, like, weirdly charmed by him. Which made me a little sad. But, like, whatever. I mean, if I was interviewing roommates and one of them, like, dropped a movie I loved like I think I, I would also be stupid like I someone I was like I oh like you I know I want to make movies like Daisies I would be like oh, yeah welcome <laughs>
0: especially like a movie that like none of your other friends have ever Yeah, yeah that's talked true. about like if yeah if somebody had like a random piece of pop culture that I liked and dropped yeah. it I would probably
3: have done the same also, thing also like Jenny has that like uh, like she's just like a struggling artist, like mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and then like Shane's like a struggling anybody, so it like yeah. makes Shane's sense. Yeah, Shane's just struggling yeah. in general. Yeah. They're just
0: uh, struggles.
2: Struggles. You know, they get it. Art. Yeah, and he says he basically says he makes porn movies in order to pay the bills, and therefore he makes backyard wrestling videos. <laughs> and therefore he can give them like six months rent in cash, first and last month, which is like sold. They like try to throw him out. They're like, we'll be in touch, and he like literally is like, I will give you all this money, and they're like.
0: Well, now you can move in tomorrow. Welcome, here's your keys. (laughs) I think the
3: show does a really good job actually like selling us on why they would welcome him into the house. And why they like give him a chance and why they treat him the way that they do. Mm -hmm.
0: It totally sets you up to be like, okay, like they seem to be getting like an okay enough vibe from him that like, I'll give him a pass even though I'm a little weirded out Mm -hmm. by this character. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then they just like really need the money. And so it seems like he's responsible and he'll be in that shed.
2: So, you know, he won't bug them too much and... Yeah, he he loves the shed. Loves the shed. That's, I mean, that's always great. It's flag. it's it's hard when you have a room in your house that's like less desirable than the other rooms. So it's like this room would be perfect for me. You're like, yes. Oh, take it. Don't tell take them about the rats hand. in the walls. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's gonna be their
0: third housemate. Right, so
2: everyone. then we go to Santa Monica Pier, right? I think so yeah. Um, like. Where Dana and Tonton are on a double date with Alice and some dude wearing a giant blazer and a hoodie.
0: Remember when blazers over hoodies were a thing?
2: No. <laughs> oh I yeah. <laughs> it turns out that Alice was set up on a date with Tonton's friend Chris, but she didn't realize that Chris was a guy. Yeah. but it's fine. However, what's not fine is that Dana is jealous. Dana is furious. Yeah, she does not like Alice being just garden variety nice to this guy. Yeah, she wasn't really flirting with him at all. No, she wasn't. Nope.
0: Like she flirted more with Jenny in the last episode,
2: yeah. <laughs>
3: I think also like it's partially because it's a guy like i think like dana still has like hardcore biphobia oh yeah Mm -hmm. and um would not be as upset if she was flirting with i mean talking with
2: yeah
0: yeah she kind of like basically says that
3: yeah like it's weird
2: it's so weird to me how i saw this show before having like i saw most of the show i saw like the first few seasons before having a serious girlfriend and how much of like the dialogue and the situations in this show informed how i like thought of my own situations later in life. Like every time that I've mm. been confused about something I just think about Alice being like what do you want from me? Yeah. What do you want? Like where it's like someone who like is being unfair to you in a way but yeah. also wants to have control over you in another way and you're like what the fuck?
0: Like what is your end game? Yeah, what are
2: you, like what are you doing? And then Dana kisses her.
3: She's bold in public. In
2: public. Bold. 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 And she's bold. famous, ladies. Don't forget yeah. it. Ladies yeah. and other people. She's also
3: dressed
0: like she's going out at <laughs> night to a fancy restaurant in 1979. So she's really, I mean, just a sore thumb. Yeah. And they're both beautiful. It, yeah.
3: And there's, I just mean, Alice out. looks so cute. Yes. Yeah. So
2: cute. Mm-hmm. So you definitely get the feeling here that Dana seems to be realizing this is not sustainable. Yeah. No. Tauntaun is not sustainable. No. Then we go back to New York City, the Big Apple, where bet has decided to pitch.
3: This is peggy, this is to pitch peggy
2: peabody directly peggy is in a bed like an open-faced bed with her getting lover a couples massage. getting a couple's massage with her lover who does not speak her language so they have a translator who and, might also be their lover <laughs> who might also be their lover one could dream yeah and bet is bored this is such a funny
0: scene yeah. i think this is amazing i just <laughs> i just love holland taylor so much
2: Basically, Bette wants Peggy to like step in and help her. And Peggy's like, I'm oh, oh. busy with Nikolai. <laughs> have faith. Have faith in Helena. She's totally capable. And says that if her making out with Nikolai, who wants her to have 24 orgasms in 24 hours, does not give you faith, then what could ever give <laughs> you faith? Which is exactly what that George Michael song was about. Yeah. And Bet is like not at all happy with this answer. <laughs> no, she's on, she's displeased by it. This is a great scene.
3: This whole scene, I was just imagining uh, Sarah Paulson as Nikolai. And yeah, it was absolutely. a really enjoyable yeah. experience. I mean,
2: if nothing gives you faith, then Sarah Paulson and Holland Taylor would. That you would know? give me. That gives me faith. It gives everything. me so much faith yeah. every day. Yeah, and that's what the George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Bet's like walking through the part of, the in the like 20s where you go shopping at all the main stores. Mm-hmm. What is that, Gramercy?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I. Out loud, when I was rewatching this, shouted, "Oh my god, she's so hot!" Like this, like this, like this walking even more than the first walking. Also,
2: they found two lesbian extras to walk behind her. (laughs) They look like tourists, like they're kind of like in their t-shirts, you know. But um, but basically the point again of that scene is Bet looks fantastic. Yeah, New York looks
0: good on her. She
2: wants to get drinks with Helena. Doesn't seem like that's going to happen. It's not. So then Mark comes back to Shenny's house. It's
0: nighttime, and Mark and his dumb friend. Go pull up me. Their, Go me. Pull up their car.
2: Blasting Betty. Blasting an instrumental version of the theme song <laughs> to
0: this show. <laughs> and I was like, I can't believe Mark has this CD. Yeah,
2: he would definitely be listening to Bright Eyes. He would not be oh listening
3: to this.
0: Oh <laughs> my <laughs> Oh my
2: first ever concert, Bright Eyes. Wow. Do you think he was in an Interpol?
3: Now he's more of a Bright Eyes guy. I feel like that's pretty mean to Bright Eyes. Go me. That's <laughs> not
2: fair. <laughs> Gomi is unimpressed by the tool shed, which is fine because I'm unimpressed by Gomi. Gomi is
3: <laughs> such a creep.
0: His shirt has pictures of pigs on it, and it says "sexy" in a gigantic font. Which yeah, is
2: he looks a like choice. a worm, and <laughs> I would not want to be he left knew. alone with him in an he elevator or anywhere no. or or like a horse-drawn carriage. I'd get yeah. right out of the carriage and Oof. I'd be like, "I'll walk myself."
0: Yeah, no, absolutely not.
2: Yeah, thumbs down to Gomi. If he was working at Starbucks, I would walk out and walk to another Starbucks. Which you can do because there's so many of them. Yeah, or I'd walk out, order on my phone and go back in and pick it up so I didn't actually have to interact with him. That's probably more convenient. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah. So that's Gomi. Now we see him. Ugh, I wish we didn't. Then we go back to New York. This is interesting because she pulls up. They actually are filming in New York, right? She pulls up in the taxi cab that looks like New York. She gets out. She walks into the bar, which is called Starlight, which is funny because that was a party.
0: That was a party in the Lower East Side.
2: Or wait, no. So it was starlight was a gay bar on the lower east side and but it was mostly gay men during the week except i think it was sunday night so they had starlet which was a really super popular girls night that like we used to go to um back in the day obviously it is now closed because of disappearing spaces but this is real new york shit yeah and this
0: Establishment looks like a fancy hotel bar.
2: <laughs> it is. Uh, so it was filmed at Wild Rice, which is a restaurant in Vancouver, like a Thai fusion restaurant. In so Vancouver. they just shot the exteriors in New York. So yes. they took
0: Jennifer Beals to New yeah. York for like a day to get all her exterior shots. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That makes sense.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So she walks out and then we cut when she's walking in. It's a place in Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. But so she walks in and this is like some fantasy of alessia bar where everyone's like openly cruising everyone else which Mm -hmm. like i wish martini (laughs) an absolute martini brought to you by absolute vodka
0: yeah and then yeah she makes eyes at this girl across the bar yeah instantly
2: yeah another canadian extra the cruisiest cruise
0: who, by the way, does she speak ever? Does she say one line in the hotel room about the hotel? Oh, she says yes. this is a nice hotel.
3: Can you imagine going out with your friends uh-huh. and you're like, oh, I wonder if I'll we'll meet someone tonight. Like, no, 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 I shouldn't like think that way because it never happens when you think I that wanna, way. Like,
1: get let down. Yeah, and then you,
3: like, so you're like, let's just go. Let's have like a girls' night yeah, fun. And, she, and then you like show up and like Bet Porter is there and just like looks like, at you. laser her yeah. eyes across just, the room and you. Yeah. Oh my God, it's overwhelming. Well, I
0: would I would be unable to speak and I think that's probably why she wasn't talking. Yeah. Um, there is an character. interstitial. Yeah.
2: yeah, there's interstitial where Tina leaves Joyce an Orchid.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Great. Which I hope is poisoned.
0: I love these random cutaways to scenes that are 12 seconds long. <laughs> yeah.
2: Then we go back to Starlight. I wrote down that I downloaded this song, whatever. Oh, was it like, I've been feeling, I've been feeling down, that song?
0: No, I was, in this scene, I was too preoccupied by the fact that this character's name is listed as Twink. Yeah, in the I saw that. On IMDb, And I was mm-hmm. like,
3: Wow. I was super occupied by the way Bet wipes her mouth after <laughs> she just stands up. It's a lot and it's great. And then she and then unties
2: like, her weird blazer mm-hmm. and, takes her, and then, and then her like shoulders and ready her back fight.
0: are just there for everyone to gaze upon. She and undresses
3: as she walks over to this person. Yeah. Like, it's, it's unreal. It's amazing. I've never seen anything and like that. And then she's
2: this. like, do you want to dance even though the song is not a dancing no. song? Mm-mm. So she basically needs to want to like sway and like touch you each other's bodies. kind of yeah.
0: move around in the same yeah. vicinity. Very and the girl's just in a other. tank top. You know, she's probably like,
2: I've been standing still in a tank top for years and this has never happened to me before. She's
0: like, what is different about Today. why is this night <laughs> why is this site different than all other nights
2: all other nights it's we stand here. here alone in our orange tank tops but tonight i would join that we wash our hands <laughs> oh yeah this is all jew podcast today yeah. oh great <laughs> maybe they'll write about us on alma <laughs> um right so bet finds her mark and makes it yeah so they dance
0: and we get to see Jennifer Beals, Jennifer Beals' back. She, she like the grips best her back. hair
3: and then like yeah. lets her hands slide down. It's it's really, it's really good. It's really
1: good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Then we go back to Shenny's. house. This
0: is the second terribly boring party at Shenny's in as many episodes.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, they're so excited. They just moved in together. So everyone's like, yeah, now we can hang out at Shenny's."
3: Everyone's going to come over all the time. And yeah. so that's clearly what's starting to happen. And I feel yeah. like it's going to have to taper off real soon because these parties are terrible. But like, Bet and Tina's isn't around anymore. So it makes sense yeah, that they'd be, like mm-hmm. they'd be like desperate for a, new party, a place. new party place. Yeah.
2: So they found like these semi-butch extras for this <laughs> scene, which rarely happens. I think the characters are listed in the credits as Baby
0: Dyke 1 and Baby Dyke 2, oh, I think, wow. which is...
3: The one that's like cuddled up with Shane, yeah. I have like a total crush on. Like, she's, <laughs> no, she's as far as cute. like random people who yeah. pop into the show, right. I'm just like, yeah, like, and she's also like, really like...
2: Like how I feel about Dusty. The, yes, exactly. Or, like wait, the no, way, Dax, Dax. Dax.
3: The way she talks about like, the way, she's like so like accepting of Alice's bisexuality also. Yeah. like yeah. and everyone she's, else she's is good.
0: like rolling their eyes about the bisexuality. If she's Baby Dyke
3: 1, Baby Dyke 1 is a favorite character of mine.
0: Maybe the <laughs> Baby Dykes were the two that were like rolling their eyes about the bisexuality, uh. maybe she actually had a name because she had a couple lines of dialogue. Did she?
2: The yeah. one who made out with Shane? Yeah, she has like a little Car- bit
0: of stuff to do.
2: Carmen is wearing an inexcusable outfit and she's looking at their at their movies or whatever and she's like, oh, I love Bridget Bardot and Shane's like, that's Jenny's and they like make eyes about how they both love Bridget Bardot. Jenny only meets... <laughs> Only likes people if they share something like pop cultural with her. I get Think
0: about it. it. Books with Marina. Mm-hmm. Mark with Grey Gardens. Mm-hmm. And now this. <laughs> That's true. I'm seeing a pattern. Yeah. What
2: was Robin then? Just a fly mm. on the wall?
0: Robin was the white party. and then Well, she... she's
2: a trapeze artist and now Jenny's writing about the carnival. That's there true. you go. So, I wonder wow, what tim's okay. was he was probably like yeah i really loved uh the angels Swimming. and demons by dan brown, <laughs> dan brown. <laughs> and she was like yeah that was fine what's with- oh i bet he read like one like richard russo book what? Wait,
3: when when jenny like kisses alice's cheek when she walks like it's like there's like a weird moment what is yeah. that
2: it's like they're trying to set up that maybe jenny and alice could be a thing i think they're just trying to be like jenny's
0: like intense <laughs> really intense and could be a romantic interest for
3: anyone. I yeah. love Alice's reaction. She's like, we don't do that. Like, <laughs> what country do you think this <laughs> is?
2: France. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then we go... <laughs> this, this isn't France! <laughs> you don't see Marina around here with her count and her fan. <laughs> she's at the Bel Air. Then we go to Tina's guest house oh. where Tina's wearing her cargo oh. pants, folding cargo pants. <laughs>
0: Just cargo and, pants galore. Yeah,
2: she's got l- linen cargo pants. And then... Joyce enters in a
0: full pajama suit. Full pajama suit
2: and robe. Which I feel
0: like Bette would also (laughs) have
2: Yeah. First of all, she knows a fine orchid when she sees one. (laughs) Just so you guys know that. Um, And then Joyce tries to kiss Tina quite aggressively. Yeah, there's
0: the worst. It's horrible. awful. She grabs her boob. Oh, God. Tina
2: pushes her away and Joyce keeps going for it. And like, like, I'll be careful.
0: I've uh, made love to a pregnant lady is, before. And I just jumped right out my window.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's when I. Yeah, I also I left my body and I have <laughs> I not. I threw,
0: threw all of my yeah. possessions in the river and took off.
2: I've been on a like a hunger strike ever since because I just can't. <laughs> ever like, since I don't want to live in this. Watch this. Yeah, I just can't live in this world. You <laughs> We're know what about
3: I mean. To get to one of the sexiest moments of the show, and this is one of the least sexy moments of the show. Yeah. So it's yeah. interesting yeah. going back to back there.
2: Yep. Yeah, and so basically, Tina realizes, as she would have earlier if she had more experience with like lesbian flirting and stuff, that Joyce is into yeah, her, she and that's why she's come, trying to butter. You know. But this is inappropriate on every possible every level. possible level. Worst. Do you think this is
0: also maybe? May it's just occurring to me the opening scene with helena mm. and the therapist and that Ooh. that like that like boundary that they are unable mm, to set mm-hmm. and then like this is like her lawyer in this scene it's like maybe there's some vague vague idea connected
3: there but probably not i see that i mean i feel very different about those scenes but yeah i see oh that. no i feel <laughs> super different about those scenes too yeah uh, well the,
2: one of the key differences is that helena is not the yes. one in the position of power right, yes that's her therapist is yeah I not know. that that makes it appropriate, but that makes it less ethically, that makes it less ethically completely fucked, even though it's still not like whatever.
0: Anyway, this is a mess.
2: Yeah, this is a mess um, and it's really bad and I wish that people in this show, when someone said no, were like, okay, I won't.
3: I wish that in life. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I wish that was
2: true in life and in the show, but... But alas. Then we go back to the house party where one of the extras is telling an incredible story about... Gabby DeVoe. Gabby DeVoe and her new girlfriend Liz Van Assum, <laughs> where Liz and Gabby were totally dressed in S and M leather, and Gabby had a huge chain from her crotch that goes through her legs and is padlocked to Liz's crotch.
0: Where do you think they saw them? Like those, like Trader Joe's.
2: Yeah, they probably. It was probably Trader Joe's, <laughs> or it could have been like Nordstrom Rack. <laughs> You know, or just cruising the target, cruising the target. Yeah, the dollar section right by where it could, you have, been, they could have been. They could have been at Jamba Juice. Jamba Juice. Yeah. The dentist. You never know. You know, it's 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 Hollywood. So maybe like the cosmetic dentist. <laughs> they could have been just on the street getting veneers. I mean, I imagine I imagine they were at a and m party. Yeah. I, so I want this yeah. girl to tell us what she was wearing. You can't, yeah. you can't just she was like uh-huh <laughs> like you can't just yeah. tell us what gabby no. and liz van Assen were wearing and not reveal what you were wearing that's not fair come on let us know and is this like a monthly party yeah can the cast attend yeah can the cast attend or what are you into you, where's your hard lines where is are your boundaries? is it still going yeah this whole time So that goes nowhere. Um, Alice is drinking alone. Jenny feels awkward because she's, as aforementioned, still trying to figure out how she fits into, like, queer social life. Yeah. And then Shane and her friends start making out. And Carmen is like, bye. Yeah.
3: Which is fair. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Super fair. Uh, It's everything that's happening is really awkward. and. Really awkward. It's almost
3: like this wasn't a good plan. <laughs> Interesting.
0: So <Huh>. you're saying, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let me get this. Let me see if uh-huh. I can wrap my head around this. You're saying mm. that Shane's brilliant plan <laughs> yeah. to invite Carmen over mm. for a gathering yeah, and then just casually be making out with someone the whole time so that Carmen and Jenny have to talk to each other, but Jenny is too awkward to talk to Carmen. You're saying that was a bad idea.
3: A little. That's what I'm saying. Wow. Hot take. It's a hot wow. take. Wow.
2: That is one of your hotter takes.
3: It is. Mm-hmm.
0: This is a hotter take than apologizing for Tina.
2: It is a less hot take than thinking The Lost and Delirious was a good film.
3: The deep mm. secret is that everybody loves Lost and Delirious except no. Reese. <laughs> oh no, Right I... in.
2: <laughs> we go back to the guest house. T- Tina is piecing the fuck out of that yeah, guest. Yeah, Tina house. suddenly she came in with 10 boxes. She's leaving with one purse. <laughs> one purse and
0: one slightly uncomfortable duffel bag.
2: Yeah. Also, Tina's just fully being pregnant now. Like there's no more Alice scarves. still
0: no one noticed that she's pregnant?
2: I mean, she, I guess she doesn't see anyone in this. But scene. earlier in the opening
0: scene, after the theme song, the terrible mm-hmm. hypothetical oh, penis. Oh right, scene. yeah, she's there
2: in a tunic, and no one says anything. Probably <laughs> she does. She has a thing set with Alice, <laughs> where like Alice will be like, "Look, it's." It's uh, Jodie Foster and everyone will turn their head and then Tina will run out so they don't see her stomach so they only yeah. see her sitting.
0: Or she's always like holding like a potted plant whenever yeah. she enters, or yeah, enters she the comes planet. In, or she yeah. comes and picks up a cactus and just like brings it over. And like, I just like the ambiance of this one cactus by our
2: table. Um, then we go Ugh. back to Shenny's where Gomi says that Mark scored well, with lesbian roommate.
0: They're like unpacking his shit in the shed and looking out the window and seeing... Mm. the lesbians mm-hmm. and shane is like making out with her new little friend mm-hmm. and he is being such a fucking creep
2: mm-hmm.
0: i hate gomi so much
2: right at least they named him gomi
0: yeah <laughs> like you know you're supposed to hate this character they named him yeah. gomi i
2: feel like he was like in platoon <laughs> 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 <Fucking quit. laughs> he would have been like five yeah, or someone who looks like it's him. A, you know what I mean. A screaming yes, baby. Yes. No. Face. He has a
3: platoon face.
2: He does, be- <laughs> he does. He does have a
3: platoon face.
2: He does. He does have a military war extra vibe. Yeah. yeah like he'd be the one who gets shot in the first third of the film. You know. Yeah. And everyone would be like, oh, yeah, no, no! one go like going anyway. Like whatever. We have yeah. to move on. Yeah. Then Shane's like, We can use the pool whenever we want. Oh my God! This. Wet. 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 We wet. 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 Wet.
3: That's the our version. Of the someone decided <laughs> in the editing room, and, and they were like, "You like, know what? Yes. You know what we need here: music." But Had not to be Eileen, right?
2: No, it's yeah. it was Easy Girl. She scored them all.
3: Yeah. Right, but who decided to put it in there? Like, who asked for that? I want to know.
2: Yeah, I mean, I here's what I think. This is why you shouldn't date the person who's doing the score for your show. Um, yeah, because then okay. when it's
3: bad
0: and you're like, "Please change it," they're gonna yeah. be like,
2: "No, we're dating." I mean yeah. that's not the or they'll be like I trust your vision because you don't want it to be a thing.
0: Yeah, you don't want to, like make it an issue. Yeah,
2: although they've never confirmed they were dating during this period of time, mm-hmm. it's true. Bullshit. Anyway, I've long given up on Eileen Shaken listening to this podcast and inviting me over oh. for dinner. By the way, I'm sorry, but Eileen, if you're listening, please invite me over for dinner. And I love your bird Instagram. Okay, <clears throat> uh, so they just like
0: break into Bet's backyard and she's like, Bet said we can swim here whenever we want, and then they all skinny dip
2: in the pool. Yeah, and one of the extras has a landing strip. <laughs> so Love those extras. Yeah. Do you think that was Baby Dyke too? <laughs> uh probably Baby Dyke too. Yeah. 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 yeah, I did have to rewind to be like is that Jenny and then I was like that's not Jenny. And then they start playing um Lover Spit.
0: It is a cover of the Broken Social Scene song Lover Spit, which is a wonderful, beautiful sad song.
2: Yeah, it's being covered by Feist. Bette is taking her mark back to her hotel. Hey, Twink, welcome to my hotel. Yeah, and she's like, what a nice hotel. But also, this is not what hotel rooms in the W look like. They look, no. this is a boring hotel this room. This is in, generic. Yeah, the W hotel rooms are aggressively sexy in a very like, yes. like very sharp lines kind of way. Yeah, like glowing lights
0: behind
3: headboards. Kind a of lot away. of gray,
2: a lot of like dark gray. Gray and purple. I yeah. shot a
3: movie in an actual W hotel. Yeah. Did it involve thi-sis.
2: someone yeah. fucking someone from behind?
3: This but is, while standing up, it was it was it was actually like a pretty unpleasant scene that I'm not going to get into. So they have sex. It's really dramatic, but it's great. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
3: I mean, like, look, we know it's sad. Yeah, but, but like, this person does not know it's sad. She doesn't. And Met is smiling during it, so it's yeah. not like Beth's like crying during it. So it's not like I don't think that my intense enjoyment of the scene has to have any <laughs> asterisks. Absolutely, not. at all. No. Like it's like it's. It's so amazing. It's really good.
2: I'm also glad that Beth still like getting again. You know. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. What a great coping mechanism. Yeah. Absolutely. Fucking a stranger. I mean,
3: and the way she like, they're standing, and she turns her around, <laughs> and then she takes off her shirt, and then she undoes her bra, which opens in the in the front, which is great. And, really great and choice then, like, by the wardrobe department. And then, <clears> like the, she like sticks her hand down her pants, and then like pulls her hair back. <laughs> yeah. it's really And good. it's it's a really really it's a it's a really special scene. It's like, really I think special it's, and it's like really emotional. What a
0: special person that Twink. A- the actress playing Chunk yeah. is. Yeah. She was in
2: the pilot too of Word, playing a different character. Oh, wow. Fascinating. Yeah. Just She's b- very busy in Vancouver. <laughs> in the coop. Okay. So then we go back to Shenny's, to the pool. And uh, Mark says hi to Jenny. And Shane meets Gomi. And then Jenny Gomi disappears Gomi. forever. And then they have this conversation that, like, I, I, I'm hearing that you hated. No. Okay. <laughs> but I loved go it because, again, no, it felt it, really true yeah. to life for no, me. No, you're
0: right. You're right. In 2019, Carly was really irritated with the scene, but I had to put my 20, 2005 Carly on <laughs> and be like 20% less irritated with the scene.
2: Right. Was it a fedora? <laughs> of course it was. It was 2005. <laughs> so they're Did at the pool and Mark is like, those girls are all gay, right? And she's like, yeah, they pretty much are. And Jenny asks Mark to ask or ask Mark if she seems gay. Right? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know.
0: He says that if like saw her somewhere he'd assume she was straight yeah but then he tries to like sound like a cool woke person and says all these things about like
2: i think he's being honest
0: okay i really i'm I'm an asshole i just hate him so it
3: was no yeah i mean it feels very real though like the way he says like oh we never really know these days like annoys me so much when people say things like that because like these days like it's like oh queerness was invented (laughs) today like it's so annoying but also it's so something he would say so it makes sense and i do think it's like a tender moment Mark's a complicated character, even if I hate him.
2: Yeah. Well, Jenny's like, why do you think that those girls are gay, but you're not sure if I'm gay? And he's like, it has something to do with their attitude. It's not that they're masculine because some of them are pretty feminine, but they have these haircuts, these very cool haircuts. And then Jenny (laughs) fully rolls her eyes. And then he's like, it's something that they exude. And he's and i'm gonna try to put my finger on it which i think is the beginning of his little mm-hmm. wheels turning mm-hmm. but also i think that it's like i don't know it's not an incorrect assertion it is something about the haircuts but it also is something about an attitude mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the attitude that, which he doesn't realize the attitude is that they could not care if he lived or died yeah and they don't want him to come in the pool except, except shane, shane, invites shane invites him into the pool she yeah. is
3: the best like <laughs> shane is just so Nice, like we talk about how Shane's like yeah. this like heartthrob fuckboy. boy, but I think like I don't know like Shane's not someone who ever not that she doesn't do it from me, I mean like I you know whatever but like she's not like one <laughs> of my like top show crushes yeah. yeah but she's just like so good like she's just like oh like I have a new roommate even though it's like he's this guy and like but like he totally come hang out like, yeah like she's just like a really nice
2: person yeah yeah that's true. She's good with people. She's, she's good really with people. Good people. She invites
0: him into the pool, even though everyone's gonna be dipping. Yeah. And I was like, that's actually very funny. But he
2: doesn't. I think he asked Jenny if she should if he should go. And she's like, eh, no. no. Um, she's like, stop looking at them. But I think Jenny's Jenny. just having a deep moment of feeling femme invisibility on oh a show God. that is populated entirely <laughs> by, by femmes. Yeah. But so it's a real feeling, but it's an interesting circumstance to address it in. Yeah. Then we go back to the hotel. That is in her robe. It seems to be like Dawn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's like doing like a Jack Donaghy
0: staring out a window. (laughs) Yeah. Pensive thoughts. Mm -hmm. She Mm -hmm. plays around with her wedding ring. Mm -hmm. But does not take it off.
2: But what is that ring? They didn't have a wedding.
0: I'm sure it was some sort of
2: like a committed.
0: I just took it to be like they had rings.
2: Do you think they had a commitment ceremony like in the backyard of a gallery? The backyard of their own home. Mm -hmm. Where they had to walk across the pool like in glee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That'd be so cute. You know, Um, I think that if they had gotten married, it would have been like in the gardens of an art museum Mm -hmm. or an art gallery. Yeah. Like a sculpture garden, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Tina would have worn a white. mm, No, I think they would have had really expensive outfits that were not necessarily white. No, I think they would have both worn white, but I think it would have been very expensive. I'm just now I'm thinking about Nikki and Jill's wedding
3: Mm.
2: from the real L word.
3: Yeah. I'm just thinking about all the things Bet could be wearing <laughs> yeah.
2: or not wearing or
3: not wearing or not yeah. wearing.
2: but it would be better if they were in the pool
3: who do you think would have officiated
2: um definitely would have been like a get yeah an artist like, like a really like, like
0: someone incredibly important
2: yeah they would have had yeah it would have been an artist like a really a, like a, a lesbian artist probably yeah. who was like kind of had a, like a flowy Berkeley the- cocktail chic vibe you know? A lot of tunics at this wedding. Yeah, there'd be a lot of tunics <laughs> so at the many tunics. wedding. The dress yeah. code for
0: the wedding is garden yeah. party tunic.
2: Yeah, it is. Like, if you can't wear it to a meditation retreat, don't wear it to the don't wedding. Don't bring it here. Yeah. It's not welcome. Yeah. Shane could have been the ring bearer. <laughs> so best of the window. Then we go back to Shenny's, and uh Jenny's just like sitting there and she's like, I want a haircut. hmm And Shane's like, right now? She's like, yes. And Shane's like, okay.
3: Which, again, is really nice that Shane recognized, like, oh, this is a moment for you. Yeah. This is a thing for you. Like, this yep. isn't like, oh, someday we'll do this. This is like, you're in your feelings, and, like, we should do this right now. Yeah, Shane now. picks yeah. up
2: on that right away, which is great. And they have a really nice moment, and Jenny's like... They start playing Naked As We Came by Iron, Iron and, Wine. and Wine.
0: Jenny's crying.
2: Yeah, she's crying, and Shane doesn't know she's crying. But no, she's crying. She's behind her. Why do you think she's crying?
0: I took it... Because she's also, like, sort of smiling. Yeah. So I took... I mean, I think it's this, like, incredibly huge transformational moment for mm-hmm. her and her, like, journey. But I don't know that it's necessarily sad.
2: Yeah, I don't think it is
0: either. I
3: mean, when I was first watching it this time, I was like, oh, it's because, like, she's changing herself to, like, appease a certain idea about lesbianism mm-hmm. that, like, actually doesn't feel comfortable for her. But then when I was, like, mm-hmm. thinking about it, I was like, I actually think that it's, like, a necessary step. That it's, yeah. like, actually yes. her, like, saying goodbye to Tim forever and being like, no, I am going to be a lesbian. Right. And I don't know, I know, like... Like when I was like first transitioning, like I dressed a lot more femme than I do now. And it's like, it wasn't that that was dishonest to me, even if it was, it was like, oh, this is in this moment, Mm -hmm. like I, this is what I need to make a statement about Mm -hmm. like who I am as like a woman or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, you know, I don't know. So I think it's like actually this like really complicated, beautiful moment where she's like, I'm going to, I'm going to try this other appearance because I want to I want to like be fully seen. say and I want to be seen and I want to fully say goodbye to that former life. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and I feel like it's most I mean I did it like I feel like mm-hmm. most um lesbians I know who have long hair now like at one point did do the short. Yeah, I think situation. That I feel like there's
0: the idea of being seen and the idea of appearance, like outward appearance and how that affects you is such a huge part of so many people's coming out process whether yeah. it's your sexuality or your gender or both. Mm-hmm. I think that it's such a huge part of it and it's so like deeply connected to so much of our identities. Mm-hmm. I think that this was like a really beautiful and relatable yeah, totally. moment.
2: Yeah. When I went on like this Rosie O'Donnell cruise with my friend Haviland in like 2006 I want to say because mm-hmm. um, she was performing on the boat and I was like her guest or whatever. It was like a everyone on the boat you sort of assumed unless they were children that they were gay mm-hmm. and it was the first time where even no matter what i was wearing i felt like people looked at me yeah. and thought i was gay and it was like really powerful and i feel like we get a lot of questions from readers and stuff asking like how do no one knows i'm gay how do i look gay it's such yeah it's just like a really elemental part of that experience yep and i think if i were on the board of directors of the emmys i would give mia i'd give her an emmy i'd give her an emmy for this scene name retroactive emmy campaign yeah Yeah. for Mia. yeah i mean for Mia. if she doesn't get a lifetime honorable achievement award where the whole clips thing is just her on on, is just jenny in this show then i'm quitting none of her other that i'm never watching the emmys again
0: you mean it's not her amazing character from uh not another teen movie (laughs) or a
2: star trek discovery
0: wasn't she briefly on 24 yeah she was an assassin She was in like... Was she also in Person of Interest or did I make that
2: up? No, she wasn't. Sarah okay. Shahi
0: was. No, I know. I thought that she was like in an episode and I was like, oh my God. But yeah, I don't think... I think I'm thinking of 24.
2: I do think Jenny's also kind of emotional because I think she feels a little sad about Carmen. Yeah. yeah I think there's like a, there's just like a lot
0: there's going on. There's a lot on. going on. Yeah.
3: There's also is like a weird like it's almost like shane and jenny are like consummating their relationship with the yeah. haircut yeah it's like it's very it, intimate it's really intimate it's yeah really, it's beautiful I love yeah, cause it. she's
0: like unless you're too tired and shane's like no i'm like why not? I like like and it's just yeah. like i don't know they're just it's really
2: yeah and like this good. is like the haircuts r-
0: are intimate this yeah. is the
2: room where tim proposed to her you know mm-hmm. oh yeah
0: that's right i keep forgetting that like that that was
2: tim's house yeah and now like now we never have to see him again <laughs> now there's like another white guy there yeah i don't know but at least he's living in the tool shed now. That's that's. <laughs> Am I have <of> the table <laughs> That's feminism right there. Yep. All right. That's the episode.
0: Do we like this episode?
3: It's my second favorite episode of the show. What's your number one favorite episode of the show? Luck be a lady in season four. Oh, <gasps>
2: same that one's, That's the fo- the phone one, right? That's
3: the, the one the, written yeah. and directed by Angela Robinson. Yes, yeah. that
2: is my also my favorite as well. Mm-hmm. My favorite is one is limb from limb. Oh yeah,
0: I know that's your favorite. This one, okay. When I was watching it, I was cranky the whole time and very frustrated because <laughs> of the introduction of Mark who I hate.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and everything that he brings along with him, which is just chaos and destruction. Mm-hmm. Um, but in discussing it with you two fine mm-hmm. fine people, I hate it less. So oh, thank yeah? you.
3: Or or not, thank you. I don't know, maybe.
2: Why is this your second favorite episode?
3: Helena's introduction. Okay. The sex scene with Bette. Okay. Is that, do I need more? Um, I feel like those are, I also just think a lot of like things are put into motion in ways that I find mm. really interesting. I also, it's, it's funny. I'm not like hardcore Shenny. Like my yeah. like weird ship is uh, Bet and Alice. Like I just think <laughs> like personally think they'd be a great couple. I think yeah. like that's yeah. what Bet needs is someone who can like match her, but in a different way. Anyways, yeah, that's, you can talk to me about that later. <laughs> um, but like, I think like Shenny in this episode is great. I think yeah. their relationship is so good. I think like what you were saying like Jenny's arc in this episode is so good. And mm-hmm. it's I don't know, I really I really like enjoy watching that. Yeah. And so it both is like, really great from like a thirsting perspective. <laughs> and also is really great from like an emotional story perspective. That's true. And, like, everyone, what more do you
0: want? Everyone looks really good. Everyone in this looks so yeah, good. Like, everyone true. just looks great. Yeah, actually, the person that looks the least great is actually Dana, which is a
1: bummer.
2: Yeah, and she's only I'm, I'm like not a big one Dana scene. Yeah. Oh. I, th- I think that like, the pro- this is the problem like that wasn't as present in season one as it is in later seasons, is that like in every later season, there was always a few plot lines that like sucked, like sucked so hard that like, even if I like loved an episode, it was hard to like see around, although season five did not do it that that much, but like all of the other yeah, seasons that's did. And so like for this, like I love so much of this episode but I hate the toe shit. That's fair. I hate the toe shit and I and I hate Mark. But hate also, Mark. but the scenes of him, th- in this in this episode, he's fine. Yeah, like in his and he's part of scenes that
3: are otherwise very think, cute. Like as far as this season goes, like, yeah, both. The toe stuff and Mark are both introduced here, and like yeah. I would like an introduction doesn't bother me as much because I'm like, oh, this is annoying. I mean, also like in a way, the conclusion of the Joy stuff which stri- is another storyline I don't like. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the things that I don't like that are happening. It's either like starting it or ending it, and yeah, so like I narratively, I find it compelling, even if like I hate watching these people. Right, that's, that's true. a
0: really good point. Yeah, it sometimes is very hard for me to separate like reviewing this as a piece of television and mm-hmm. like just my own feelings about. The show and mm-hmm. things like that. So I'm like, oh, Mark, oh, Toe, so stupid. And then, yeah. like, but when I think about it as like a person who wants to make television and the way this episode is written and shot and stuff, like, then I'm like, actually, this is really compelling. Lisa Chilodanko yeah. is a great director. She's an like, that's, director, that's, that's like yeah. such a huge part yeah, of it, I think. Yeah, she's really, I'm really glad that this was her episode
2: because yeah. I think she handled it really beautifully. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. It's very, like, finely tuned, everything, mm-hmm. you know? She yeah. was obviously very good at directing Kate and Mia, too. Yeah. Yeah. Their scenes are really great together.
0: Yeah. Um. We have a question for you drew yes if you i think you you sort of already answered this but i i just want to like make sure we really yeah. cover it eh. if you could read fanfic between any characters on the
3: show oh it would it, be? it would be Bet and alice which <laughs> i can talk more about this like sure <laughs> like i just i i just think that like okay so Bet, I, I don't want to like spoil any future relationships of Bet's, so i'll just like say that like with tina like it makes sense that Bet. And Tina are together because like bet wants someone to boss around but that's actually not super healthy and so it's like much better when i win bet is with someone who is not the exact like obviously her and helena wouldn't work like they're yeah. too similar yeah. but yeah. like but there but there are, but there are i do top. think like people who have like a sim like who are very um confident in their own identities mm-hmm. and like very much can like push back against her
0: and like call her on her bullshit that, yeah that's the hugest
3: thing Like yeah. call her on her bullshit and so like the fact like i don't know i think that bet and Alice like makes so much sense to me. That's like what I'm looking for is like a bet and Alice switch relationship where we switch off who's the bet and who's the Alice. <laughs> that's amazing. So, you know. Yeah, that's great. Me. Actually,
0: Drew's DMS are open. Yeah. Yeah. So in terms of like, this is a question for all of us. And I, I actually kind of already gave my answer a little bit. But um, in terms of like, when you first saw this episode versus going back and watching it now, have your opinions on
3: anything in it changed? Helena, for sure. I was so like the religion of Bet the first time I watched this that I like did not like Helena. And like from the beginning was just like very annoyed with her and her introduction. I don't even remember like being turned on by it. I think it probably was like annoyed with like the power to na- or like was like, this is wrong. I don't know. Maybe I've become mm-hmm. a worse person in two and a half years. But like, I just, I like, I like Helena. I'm like so on board with, and I'm, I'm like currently rewatching the show and I'm a little bit further than this and I just want to say like Helena in general I'm just like very on board with mm-hmm. now. yeah
2: I actually think that part of why I like this episode is that no not really anything has changed I don't think unless I already mentioned it because it all seems um it all it was, it was stuff that made sense to me at the time yeah all of it I mean the only thing was Wendy and Lisa <laughs> you know and now you know I think now I know that Veronica Bloom is a terrible I was just used to bosses, maybe cuz I worked in restaurants, I was used to bosses who were like total assholes and like just <laughs> would berate you openly in front of everyone. And now I know that like that's not actually that's actually very abusive behavior. Yeah, that's abusive behavior and that's not acceptable. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I don't I don't think so. What about you? I guess
0: well, like the first time I saw it, I didn't know who Mark was yet and I didn't know like where any of those storylines were going. I probably
2: thought he was cute. I mean, I think objectively he
3: is, he is cute. Yeah, he's definitely cute. He's yeah.
0: Blake Lively's brother. So <laughs> yeah. he has to be cute.
2: Yeah, fair.
0: Drew, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for yes. having me. Um, where can our beautiful listeners find you on social media or anything you're working on? Yeah. you want to tell us about?
3: Um, on Twitter and Instagram as draw underscore Gregory, D-R-A-W underscore Gregory. Um, Drew was taken. Um so, so we I just need to find this person I, and I, I just, kill them. Yeah, yeah if like, you made it are
2: Drew, <laughs>
3: <laughs> so which like is like super stupid. But I was dating this person and I was like, "Is this stupid?" And she was like, "No, not at all." And it was a sign that Edit. like she was too into me. Anyway, um, so yeah, so that's where you can find me on social media. And then I write for Autostraddle, and you can read all my stuff. I'm currently doing a series on lesbian cinema before 1980. So it's like brilliant. it's brilliant. It's really, called really Thirsty bad. Classics. It's yeah, if you enjoy watching me like get really overwhelmed and horny, like that's <laughs> where to go. Get into it. Pre 1960s, mm-hmm. right? Is that what it Pre-1980. is? Pre 1980. Pre 1980. Yeah, but a yeah. lot of stuff. It ranges yeah. like from yeah. like 1931 is the it's so oldest. good.
2: Yeah. Okay, we're gonna do our L words. One, two, three. List. Loaded baked potato. <laughs> what was yours? Leaving. Oh yeah, that is bad. What was yours? Yeah. List. <laughs> Wow, that's also bad.
0: No, these are not our not our best work. You now.
2: <laughs> wow. Yours was loaded baked potato. Yeah, that, that was, was great. That was pretty good. That was really good. My DMs are open.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mine are also open, but please do not contact me under any circumstances. <laughs>
2: <laughs> please contact Carly. That's my advice. Well, I guess that's it for now. We still don't know why this episode was called Lynchpin. I think it's because Jane Lynch was leaving.
3: Wait, okay. So I I was I was like really trying to think about this. this can be off. But um like so like the linchpin holds it all together yeah right. so like what i was like trying to think like what is that maybe i was also thinking yeah, like that
0: she's out of town so she's yeah Bet's out, out of town my my other theory was that
3: everyone who like the whole the whole like all the supporting characters this season is centered around or introduced this episode
0: mm. so it's like
3: the linchpin mm. episode of the season i don't
0: know like it's a meta maybe. title that the uh, that'd the be as meta as like, jane lynch <laughs> being <laughs> the
3: reference yeah
2: all right everyone look i am Goodbye and good night.
0: Topping, laughing, moving, fisting, biting, fucking, crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting,
3: camping, writing, thinking, scheming. Mm -hmm. This is the way. way. It's the way.